You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For decades, milk has been fueling women marathon runners as the OG performance drink. And in the new docu-series Running Sucks, brought to you by Team Milk, Abby Ayers takes us on a journey of self-discovery as she meets several groups of empowered women runners to find out what drives them, what fuels them, and what pushes them to go the distance. And in the process, she learns that she too can be a distance runner. You can watch the series at runningsuckstheseries.com and register for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon at everywomansmarathon.com. Well, my story is quite idyllic. I was born in a very small village in the middle of um, the Valley of the Roses. It's a secluded small valley between two mountains where the rare form of rose grows. It's called Rosa Damascena, and it's the most aromatic one, the one that is used in the most sophisticated perfumes. Well, that sounds like you're making it up. It sounds too good to be true. No, 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 it's true. If you are, if you are there right now, you'll see fields of roses. It's the time when uh, the harvest is done. So they are filled of roses, then they are blue fields. This is the lavender and then there are the fields with the walnut trees. So this is my valley. Anna Bonavita grew up in a small village in Bulgaria. She studied physics and engineering. For graduate school, she went to St. Petersburg, Russia, where she got her PhD. And then she got a job at Carnegie Mellon University in Pennsylvania. It was her first time in the United States. She didn't know anyone, and so she spent her evenings watching television. It's the Mary Tyler Moore show. (laughs) And I like the place where one can throw her hat in the air. (laughs) Watching Mary Tyler Moore, she became very interested in Minneapolis. I I thought it's a great place to live based on a show, on a TV show. (laughs) So she moved there. She didn't know a single person. So you thought, you know, I could go to Arizona, I could go to Hollywood, I could, I could go to New York, but I think it's going to be Minneapolis. Yes, I, I was able to throw my hat and do much more. <laughs> this was my dream, but the first couple of years, I felt almost invisible. In Minneapolis, she says it seemed like people didn't know how to talk to her because she was from another country. She was the only woman engineer in her office. She says she felt isolated. She remembers how cold those first few winters were, and that she would go out and not see a single other person in the street. She spent a lot of time telling herself that everything was going to be okay. I was trying to convince myself that I can do it alone, but at the same time, 
I knew that this is not true. I knew that we can grow through relationship, we can be enriched um, tremendously through relationships. Um, it's a tough question. How do you go through life alone? And I was giving up on men. Okay, let me say it. <laughs> but Anna is an engineer. I was thinking how I can creatively approach my loneliness. Because, after all, every problem could be seen as a lack of imagination. If we can just create, construct something, then we can overcome uh, the problem, convert it into advantage even. She had a friend in Italy, a single woman whose life she admired, and she thought she could learn something from her. I wanted to follow her model, she says. And so when Anna saw an advertisement for a cheap ticket to Italy, she went. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love. Anna's friend Dahlia lived in a town in Italy called Cesena, in Emilia-Romana, not far from the Adriatic Sea. A big change from Minneapolis. But she was glad to be there. Did you kind of look to her because, by 43, were you giving up on a serious romantic relationship and you, you thought, well, look, she's doing it well, maybe I don't need to be in a, in a relationship? That's exactly the case. I didn't want to make it the case, but... Yes, I was 43, and I didn't know yet what is, a, what is a great, meaningful relationship. I didn't know. And I felt like life is passing me by. And I didn't want this to happen. I wanted to construct some relationship, some meaning, even so, I'm single. But when Anna arrived, her friend had been injured in an accident, and she was worried that she wouldn't be able to show Anna a good time. So she asked her cousin Massimo to show Anna around. Anna remembers that Massimo came to pick her up, and that when she opened the front door, he was singing, and that his singing caught her off guard. They went to an art opening. It was a sculpture exhibit, and there were a series of um, sculptures of very strong women. This is how the, the sculptor has imagined them. And we talked, and we left it at that. Uh, nothing, nothing happened. But she and Massimo stayed in touch. She found out more about his life. He was a senator for the local government. Just before she left... She invited him to Minneapolis. Everyone I meet, I invite to come to Minneapolis, and no one ever comes. Massimo took her up on it. About a month after their first meeting, he had to be in California and made a side trip to Minneapolis. And this is how, out of the blue, um, in August of 2003, um, Massimo Bonavita arrived in Minneapolis. 
Let me tell you a little bit about his name, Massimo Bonavita. Literally translated means maximum good life. What did he look like? Huge brown eyes, well-dressed, very kind, huge smile, always, always joking, always embracing people. Um, very, very good-looking man. Bold, but very good-looking. <laughs> <laughs> you saw past the hair. Not immediately. <laughs> I, I was never interested in Italians because of the stereotypes. I have seen enough Italian movies to think that uh, it's pointless uh, to get involved with Italians. Uh, Why? What? What are? What are the stereotypes you had seen in the movies about Italian men? Oh, <laughs> well, um, they are. Forgive me. They are famous for being vain and always looking to the side. Uh, I guess I'm using the right, the right phrase. <laughs> Anna says. She took him to Lake Superior, one of her favorite places, and that they visited Duluth because Massimo wanted to see where Bob Dylan was born. She says that very, very slowly, she began to realize that Massimo was, as she puts it, an unusually interesting person. We were both um, very careful with each other, with each other emotions, feelings. Uh, we were very, very slow. And gradually we realized that we are enriching each other lives. Do you think people who are older are more, do you think they're more careful? Yes, you're you are burnt. You're, you've been burnt a couple of times and you, you want to protect yourself naturally. But you also, you're per- perhaps, if you're a mature human being, you're also careful about uh, the feelings of the other. So you both moved ahead very cautiously. Yes. Remember, there was an ocean between us as well, <laughs> so... Support for This Is Love comes from Indeed. Hiring someone new can sometimes feel like finding a missing puzzle piece. The right person can complete a team, but the search can take a long time. And sometimes it feels entirely up to chance. Indeed is designed to help you find that perfect match much easier and much faster. Indeed's matching engine learns from your preferences for job candidates and becomes more accurate over time. That means the more you use it, the better it gets. You also need to worry about the busy work of hiring. Indeed will help you with scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners to this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash thisislove. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash This Is Love right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash This Is Love. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Embracing nature is more than just going for a walk now and then. It's reconnecting with the elements. It's harnessing the power of natural ingredients. It's putting the earth first. For over 50 years, Nature's Sunshine has been sharing the healing power of nature as they work towards a healthier planet. Their manufacturing facility is 100% powered by sunlight, and they divert 95% of waste away from landfills. If you're looking for a sustainably made herbal supplement, you might want to check out Nature's Sunshine and their new power line. Power Beats are a superfood performance booster that can help enhance both performance and blood flow. And Power Meal is a satisfying protein-packed superfood shake that comes in sustainable packaging made with nearly 40% post-consumer recycled plastics. Now that's something you can feel good about. This Earth Month, you can enjoy 25% off your first order with code NSP. Just go to naturesunshine.com. That's naturesunshine.com and use code NSP for 25% off your first order. Mossimo visited Minneapolis at the beginning of August 2003. At the end of September, Anna had to go to Holland on business. Mossimo met her there. She says it felt like the universe was conspiring to bring them together. They started to talk on the phone. Mossimo would call her each morning at 7 a.m. Anna says they would talk about minor things. How are you? How was breakfast? It was a gesture uh, that meant um, a lot to me. I'm, I'm with you, no matter what. I'm with you. Do you remember if there was a moment when you realized that this was this was a romance, that this wasn't a friendship? I've never asked myself this question. It was very gradual. And I was constantly questioning my sanity because it was a long-distance relationship. Do you think that falling in love is often a lot of questioning? What am I doing? Why is this a good idea? Get me out of here. Oh, I'm very analytical. Uh, so I'm constantly analyzing and questioning everything I do. So I... I don't believe in sudden, sudden attractions. They took trips to see one another and began to talk about how to make something work. He was 57 and she was 47. He was preparing to retire and they talked a lot about what it might look like for him to leave Italy and move to Minneapolis. He came on a tourist visa and stayed as long as he could, three months. Then he left and came back for another three months. Anna hadn't lived with anyone in a very long time. We cooked together. We both love cooking. Italian food or Bulgarian food? Well, each has their own specialties. So I never tried Italian and he never tried Bulgarian, but we surprised each other on a regular basis. They watched movies and went hiking. They traveled. She remembers that he was always trying to make her laugh and have a good time. 
The only problem was that Massimo missed Italy. So they came up with a way to bring a little bit of Italy to him. They created an Italian cultural center in Minneapolis. Massimo was there every day. He introduced people to his favorite works of Italian literature, including the original Pinocchio from 1883. They ran an Italian film festival. He gave Italian lessons and refused to take people's money. To him, there was nothing like warm friendship. Being at the table with friends. He was genuinely very interested in people. It seems like a lot of hard work. Why take this on? Because by building the Italian Cultural Center, we attempted to create one of these warm, thriving islands of of cultures that will make the city different, more welcoming, so that someone like me arriving in Minneapolis will not have to suffer isolation, but will just search Google, find the Italian Cultural Center, and join us. They were married in a small ceremony at the courthouse. Anna says neither of them wanted to make a big deal out of it. They didn't need to. What happened next? What happened next is set. Um, Massimo was diagnosed with cancer. Um, we quickly made the decision to move back to Italy because he wanted to be closer to his friends and his extended family. Um, we packed and left. We arrive in his hometown, which is a small town. And this is where a new chapter um, unveiled in our lives. Um, not, the, not the best one, perhaps, but uh, a chapter that taught us a lot about uh, each other. Do you remember the conversation you had with him when he said, I want to go back to Italy? Yeah, we, we made the decision very quickly. We were both in agreement that Italy will be a better place for him at that time. Did they tell you how long he had to live? They did. Um, six months to one year. It was very difficult. Massimo died on July 2nd, 2016. Anna felt very alone. She says it took her a long time to find her people in Cesena, but that when she did, she was overwhelmed by the generosity and kindness of them. In particular, one woman made it her project to help her. She decided that the best way to confront sadness and grief is to take me, whenever she can, to take me to a beautiful place I have not seen before. And this woman had very little time. She was working in a restaurant. And she was dedicating all her time off to me. She will take me at 6 a.m. 
to the beach to see a concert that starts at sunrise. Uh, she would take me to a mountain top, and eventually she took me to Penabili. Penabili is a mountaintop town in Emilia Romana. There are only 2,700 people. When Anna first arrived there for her day trip with her friend, she was struck by one thing, the silence. I am one of these people who love silence, who are bothered tremendously by, by noise. And then my second impression was how spacious Penabili is. Some Italian medieval towns, if not most of them, they resemble, um, they resemble a castle. They're very dense, and you can hardly see what is around you. I mean, you, you're surrounded by walls. Penabili is actually the, uh, consists of two hills, and between the two hills is the main square. So when you arrive, at the main square, you look around and you have this amphitheatrical view all, all around you of beautiful hills and mountains. There are no walls. When you are surrounded by such beauty, sitting on top of a hill there and watching sunset over the mountains, it is difficult not to feel that your sadness is dissolving in the air, little by little, in the presence of such beauty. Your perspective changes. Anna says, after she left that day, she started dreaming about Penabili, and she kept coming back. I felt there is something that keeps uh, pulling me there. It's a place where you will be inspired to build a new life. Everything will inspire you to build a new life there. She felt like the town had healed her. She wanted other people to know about it. On one of her visits, she met a woman named Laura Guerra. They came up with an idea to bring Americans over so they could see Italy the way Anna did. And at the same time, they might save the town. I realized that Penabili desperately needs our help. And it's not just Penabili. There are more than 2,000 towns in Italy who are dying. And of course, you can make the case that it's a global process that cannot be stopped that the destiny of all these small villages and towns is to disappear and the world will be populated only by metropolis. But this is not the future that I want. I want a place where nothing can distract us from the beauty and the silence from the art, and from the human relationships. Last September, Anna took 50 people from America to Penabili. They didn't travel. They stayed in the town. 
She says the whole point was to be in Penabili. In the morning, they studied Italian. In the afternoon, they went to work. One person to the pizzeria, another to the meat shop, another to the museum. They learned to make pasta from local women in their home kitchens. How has the town reacted to this? They couldn't believe it. (laughs) They cannot wait for us to go back. The town held a special concert to remember Massimo. It was a perfect night. Under the stars, they were playing for an hour or so. Most of the town was there. So were our travelers. We were singing together with the band. We danced. We celebrated Massimo and we celebrated Penavili. We asked Anna if she has a favorite memory of Massimo, something he did or said that she still thinks about. And she hesitated. She said she spent the last two and a half years trying not to remember what was good. She says she couldn't handle it. But slowly, she's able to let herself remember. She told us about a day they spent together on the Amalfi Coast. There's this... Um very steep hill and you can walk there and watch constantly Capri, the island of Capri. And uh, the experience is surreally beautiful. And there was no one around, just the sunlight, the warmth. And, and Massimo next to me. These were the 13 best years of my life. It was absolutely worth waiting for. And I will always be grateful for the miracle of him coming into my life because it could have been otherwise. Do you believe in soulmates? I do. But um, the probability of meeting a great companion in life is low. But if it happens, spend, spend time with your loved one. This is my only regret that I worried about minor things when I was actually uh, in the presence of a great love. And don't give up because you never know how old you'll be when you find that person. Yes, 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 absolutely. Don't, don't ever give up. <laughs> Each glance and every little movement you 
This Is Love is created by Lauren Spohr and me. Nadia Wilson is our senior producer. Audio mix by Michael Raphael and Rob Byers. Julian Alexander makes original illustrations for each episode of This Is Love. We're on Facebook and Twitter at This Is Love Show. This Is Love is recorded in the studios of North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC. We're a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX, a collection of the best podcasts around. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love. Love is all around, why don't you take it all? You're gonna make it after all. Tokyo. Celebrate Earth Month this April by harnessing the power of Mother Nature with Nature's Sunshine's new power line. From Power Greens with over 200 plant-based nutrients to support gut health and foundational nutrition to Power Beats that can improve performance and blood flow. Not to mention Power Meal, which delivers plant-based calories from Whole Foods to help keep you both energized and feeling satisfied throughout the day. This Earth Month, you can enjoy 25% off your first order with code NSP. Just go to naturesunshine.com. That's naturesunshine.com and use code NSP for 25% off your first order. Why do you run? Why does anyone? I always thought that runners loved running. And that's not the case. Most runners hate running. (laughs) But they choose to do it. In the new docuseries Running Sucks, brought to you by Team Milk, Abby Ayers learns why women runners everywhere are driven to go the distance. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. Team Milk is about fueling women's performance and helping them along their marathon journeys. You can sign up now for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon taking place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16th, 2024. Learn more and register at everywomansmarathon.com.